Shout out to the standouts for making me this one. Chris Hall and Anthony and Craig. One of my boys made me this one. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Catch you on the rebound. Catch you on the rebound. We got AJ Washington from the ladder yeah. in the place to be. I'm going to make some noise for my boy. <laughs> Sir, I'm all right, man. What's up? You just proctored a wedding. Yeah, man. It was real cool. Okay. First time. How did how did that come about? Man, you know what? I'm a strong believer in marriage. So it was one of my friends actually that I used to live okay. across uh pro across apartments from. Okay. Um, and he knew that I was a minister and we, you know, did some you know, Bible things together okay. as well. And him and his girlfriend, now wife. Um, they were living together and everything like that, and they wanted to get married. Yeah. And so he came to me, I think, he came to me about a couple of weeks ago. He was like, man, you know what? It wouldn't feel right if I had anybody else do this wedding but you. So I was like, that's what's up, man. So Let's go. We brought it home. We brought it home. So you had known them, their entire relationship? Pretty much. I mean, okay. uh, they had been together for about three years. Okay. So we were, we were kind of, we had been living at the apartment for about, Two years, so okay. Here Seattle. in uh, Dallas, yeah. Here okay, in Dallas. Yeah. All right. So it's pretty cool, man. Yep. Originally from Lubbock. Originally from Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas. Yeah, Raider man. power, baby. I tell people all the time: <laughs> if you go into Lubbock, you still yeah. gonna see cotton fields. <laughs> <laughs> and people like they still growing cotton. Yes. Yeah. They still growing yeah. cotton. Yes. You see How can cotton. they stop? Bro, you know my grandmother. She picked cotton. Right now. Uh, she used to. Mm. So it's almost like the yeah. lifestyle wasn't far from us. Okay, one of my so one of my guests said this like, and this obviously we're gonna go right in. Yeah, let's so go, this let's is go. pretty deep rooted, and he was like, we feel like it's beneath us to pick cotton now mm -hmm. because of like uh, like slavery and the mentality of it. But like it's a lot of uh, revenue in picking cotton and farming and stuff like that. But like we kind of got away from it because we feel like it's beneath us. Like, yeah. How you feel about that? I mean, you know what? It's 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 definitely a mentality thing, a perspective yeah. thing. Yeah. I think at that time, how it was presented. I can understand that. You know, a lot of people a lot of people will say, you know, that was a force and then what aspired from it. You know what I'm saying? So you have a lot of families that were separated. Sure. And then you have just a lot of other things that was going on that wasn't supposed to be happening while you're working. I don't mind working. Yeah. I don't mind earning an extra dollar. It's true. But when you have an attack on my family as well, then we got another story to talk about. So that's true. I don't know. You know, it's just it's it's definitely a different mindset. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure the older generation don't think we work as I hard know. as they did. For sure. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think we feel like the younger generation coming on is working yeah. as hard as we did. So I mean, you know, yeah, it's definitely a perspective thing. I feel like it's ways to work harder. I just feel like. The older generation, no disrespect to them, they they feel like manual labor is hard work. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you can work mentally hard right. and still do difficult work. It's right. very strenuous. Right, right. You know what I mean? Nah, man, that that old that old set. Nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't even say old. You know, just yeah, you can't just, say old. Yeah, like just a wiser generation, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to, especially in the corporate world. Okay, like if you working hard as you coming in at six and leaving at six yeah. p.m. Like, and if you wasn't doing that to the schedule, it was almost like you wasn't working hard, even if you had nothing to do. Okay. So, I mean, you know, everybody's mm. perspective is a little bit different when it comes to, like, working hard. But okay. you know, overall, if you're a result-oriented person, yeah. I think that should be the task or okay. that should be the goal. So you saying you could 
you could work hard and get your work done early. Oh yeah. Just sitting there at six o'clock is working hard to somebody else. Just punching that clock hey, every man. day. It's that I don't know why some people function that way, but yeah. other people, you know, some people that that's just what they want to see. Okay. The latter. Yeah. Um, I gotta be honest with you, yo. Uh, I just had some of the the best, like most like revealing um, transitional moments in my life from being able to like have the ladder. Um, where did this come about? Like, wh when did you know that you wanted to start the ladder and everything like that? Um, how long had it been like in the works? Man, um, so I've been in ministry for a long time. Okay. Um, I was pretty much born in a church. Okay. I, mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be too shocked if my mom came to me and said, you know, I had you inside a church. Gotcha. <laughs> one of those. Okay. I was I was one of those. Okay. So, you know, I've always had a passion for ministry. Most, um, my heart is just towards people. Okay. Um, but one of the things that I began to start seeing in the ministry is just a huge gap okay. with the millennial generation. All right. And it was, it's very imperative for you know, any type of organization, any corporation, anything to keep, you know, a hand on the millennial generation or just a young, creative okay. type environment so that you can continue on the legacy of anything. True. And uh, when I saw that gap in the ministry that I was attending at the time, okay, um, I was like, you know, we got to do something about it and literally birthed the ladder out mm. of it. And it was just, I was trying to bridge the wiser generation with the younger thing. generation. Okay. Uh, with the with the whole perspective of, you know, you have the the younger kids who parents are drugging them, who are dragging them to church, mm -hmm. almost like I have to I have to be here because my mom. I'm yeah. spanking when I get home. True. And then you have the older, the wiser generation who basically come to church, you know, based off of tradition or you know they've True. just really done all things that they've done. Bible study, they you know, in there every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mother, Were you in there every day? Bro, I had no other choice. <laughs> what was I gonna do, Get a, go home and get a spanking? Yeah. Yeah, man, I had no other choice. Really? But, um, okay. but yeah, man, and I wanted to kind of center in on that millennial type generation. And so I went after the, um, I went after the uh, the millennial minds, man. Okay. I was a young adult pastor, went after the millennial minds and out birthed the ladder. And then just from that, we were able to just just grow from there. So Adrian asked me, is the ladder specifically for like, what is the age group for the ladder, or is there one? There's so there's no age group, and I okay. tell people, you know, you know, age is a mentality. It is, you know, but it, it really uh, is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. So, but um, no, there's no age group. Okay. When we were in the ministry, it was primarily targeted towards. Mm. Uh, the millennial generation. Got it. Now that we've kind of just moved out to kind of Bible studies and things of that nature, yeah. we've uh, expanded. So it's it's to everyone who All wants right. to be a part of it. Okay. Um, but we primarily have uh, millennials in it. Yeah. Right now, but yeah. it, it's it's not limited at all. No limitations. Yeah, no limitations at all, man. Got it. How do you feel about so? For me, when I was younger, when I was going to church, I didn't understand anything that was going on. I just, like you said, like my dad made us go, mm -hmm. sat in there. I wasn't paying no attention at all, honestly. You know what I mean? But like you say, like having to have been there each day, I feel like within the church, it's a lot of opportunities for 
kids to figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. If they don't if they don't necessarily want to read or be a part of that, you got the choir. If you don't want to be a part of that, like there's something there for you to find yourself. Mm-hmm. And it don't necessarily even have to be um, about the church. You may do something in church that you learn a part of yourself that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, did the church do that for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and I still believe that the church is, despite, yeah. you know, all the things that, you know, it have came from or negative experiences that you may hear about. I still think that, you know, there still there is there still should be room for a church. What's like what's something that you feel like is like negative about a church? Well, you know, you, you hear a lot of like things. the tithes and offerings and stuff like that. I mean, that's that could be one of them. Yeah. Um, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but with every profession, and I don't want to give no room for pastors or anybody who have yeah. um, manipulated the system yeah. to try to get things from okay. from people yeah. in any type of way. Yeah. But there's there's good lawyers and there's bad lawyers. True. It's that's not gonna stop you from going to a lawyer if you need a legal. You need one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good way to put it. Right, but okay. there's, there's good doctors, there's bad doctors. But when yeah. you get sick, yeah, you gotta go somewhere. You gotta go somewhere. Uh-huh. And I really do believe that everybody gotta understand that pastors are the same way. They're good. Uh-huh. There are good pastors and there are bad pastors. The Bible okay. even talk about false prophets. So it, it has already been uh, set in stone that this is what you will. Uh, this this is something that you're gonna have to fight against. Okay. But when you find that good pastor and when you find that that good ministry that you can actually grow your family in, yeah. man, it speaks volumes. It does. So. Uh, it really does, man. And the latter, to me, the latter is, man, it's, it's therapeutic. Like, mm-hmm. it's very therapeutic. Like, obviously, it's surrounded around Christ and the scripture. But just being able to, like, hear guys open up and like speak their testimonials, right. like, is that what you pictured that it would be? Man, you know what? I just wanted young people to come together. Okay. And then I wanted people to come together and okay. just talk about the real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So for so long, you know, I think we came into church and we've kind of ignored, you know, problems that literally start or just, it's just continuing on okay. um, even after we've been prayed for or even after we go to church. And I yeah. wanted an atmosphere that just centered around the real. Like AJ, I go to church every single day. Yeah. I pray every Praying, single day. Nothing happening. But I'm still going through this situation. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to create, I, I wanted to give knowledge on that. I wanted to tell you like, you, there's life still that you need to live. And True. anything that you may be dealing with or anything that you may fall um, short of in your life, that doesn't mean that you, know, you are looked at any different from God's eyes. But how can we progress? How can we be better? How yeah. can how can we be able to see, you know, there's life okay. after this pain? And mm-hmm. for people to see each other go through those situations, it yes. helps them say, yes. oh, okay, you're going through it too? Oh, mm. that's what's up. Right? It's like, all right, like I can deal with it. Right, you're right, you're right, right. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the things that, like, really hit me by surprise, like, just when not not everybody is, like, not everybody was open enough to really like speak their problems, but as uh, as it goes, as it as we continue to have it, I feel like more and more guys open up and just right. share what they're going through, and then you like hear some people's stories, and you like, God, hey, like all right, what I'm going through is not as bad. Yeah, it's not that it's like it's 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 better or worse. It's just like man, like he survived that. Right, he's still here. Like he's yeah. here right now in good spirits. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like I can survive that too. Everybody has a story. 
Okay. And I think that that story is the healing for another okay. person. Okay. And I believe that story for somebody, uh, when you tell it, yeah. not only does not only begins a healing process in you okay. that can affirm, you know, where God has delivered you from. Okay. It does begin a healing process in that other person that you're telling your story to. Okay. And it begins a healing process for them. Yeah. And I really do believe that, you know, your story is who you are as a person. And overall, your story has victory attached to it. Mm. You just have to believe it. Mm. Regardless of, like, where you at, regardless, regardless. of if it's bad right now. Yeah. Like, okay. Regardless. Okay. Do you feel like people go to church to heal? You know what? I feel like there are so many different reasons why people go to church. Okay. But the primary reason is to heal. Okay. And I think that a lot of, I think that, you know, we've, we've kind of uh, came away from the message of, if you go to church, okay. that's going to solve your problems. Oh, no. And essentially, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> that's not the right reason to no, go. No, it, it's, it's really not. Yeah. But a lot of times we think that if I get saved, mm -hmm. that's the missing piece. No problem. And I won't have to deal with this anymore. Yeah. And for those of you, you know, who haven't really experienced God to that level or really haven't mm -hmm. experienced, you know, church at that level. Mm-hmm. You know, saving is pretty much the starting point for the starting point for the devil to actually really try to attack you. As soon as you decide you're about right. to turn your life over, he like, <laughs> right. all right, because <laughs> he, he wants you. Yep, he wants you. Why would the enemy mess with one of the, one of his soldiers? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The enemy definitely want people who think differently. The enemy mm. definitely want to attack um, people, you know, of Christ because if they can make a mockery out of you. The person who's looking at you can say, okay, that's why I don't follow Christ. Mm. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of things that you really have to understand. So, okay. for a person who's looking for healing, you yeah. know, definitely go, you know, I, I would definitely recommend, okay, you know, going to church and getting um, yeah. in touch with, you know, people in the ministry. But then your process began okay. because we definitely want to dig into the very core of you, okay, of why it started what you need yeah. to overcome, and then how you can use it to actually benefit you for your good. Man, Adrian said, uh, he was like, you don't go through things, you grow through things. Yeah, definitely. And I was like, that. wow, that's, that was pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, and you have to even go through things to come up with a mindset like that. Yeah, that's true. That's you know? true. Yeah, that's so. true. You have, it's, it's something like you have to live who you aren't to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, if people, just like what I feel, if people understood that, like, whatever you're going through in your life, right. like, there's a lesson in it. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, it's not meant for you to be like, why is this happening to me? And then to get bitter and angry and try to solve it your way, you know what I mean? To just try to be better about it. Try to just be like, all right, this happening, like, what is this meant for? Right. Like, what like why is this happening in my life? What is he trying to teach me? Like mm -hmm. what's like what is going on? Like what's the purpose? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um so I had a guy I had a guy on here uh who was a Muslim mm -hmm. and like obviously they have they have similar beliefs. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But as a Christian with uh, the other Muslims and the other beliefs, what like how do you guys I guess how do you guys see eye to eye like if you guys talk or if there's like a conversation is there some controversy about like what he believes and like what you believe like where do you stand on that 
Yeah, I mean, that's a very interesting question because, yeah. you know, you definitely have so many different type of religions. Yeah. You know, that a lot of people have gravitated towards. Yeah. Uh, one of the things when it comes to the Muslim faith, and I don't really, yeah. uh, I really never studied it or okay. never really, you know, kind of just went in deep conversation ever okay. have it. But, you know, one thing I admire about them is they do how they do a really good job of keeping a brotherhood intact. They do. And I think that is very essential, you know, especially for men, period. Okay. To actually have, you know, a, a, a brotherhood and actually have, you know, uh, uh, that that type of guidance. Okay. Um, and there's really nothing to to try to yeah. to try to counteract when it comes to belief True. or anything. Yeah. My foundation or my salvation mm. is just rooted in Jesus Christ. Gotcha. And um, along with that comes, you know, a brotherhood. Along with that comes, you know, the way I represent myself as. Yeah. my own and the way I present myself to my family nothing that you know that they are that they are saying you know I'm, I'm just gonna you know down downplay yeah. but you know when you become when you when you you know explore different things and you kind of understand you know where God wants you yeah um, as far as you find your place that's def this is definitely somewhere that I find you know safety and the truth in and I okay. think that's very. I think that's very important for everybody to understand. Yeah, um, it's for you to find safety in the truth that that you're in, and yeah. and always understand that, you know, you are a person who should learn. Yeah, and if you are learning, you are around people who may not agree with you. True, but that does not mean it stops your ability to learn. It's true. So you know, I could listen to, um, and what's his name? What was uh, that? Uh, the prophet, uh, oh, uh, Farrakhan, Farrakhan, yeah, I can listen to Farrakhan, man. Powerful. And I mean, I remember <clears throat> one of the things he said, you know, on the Breakfast Club. I'm not gonna quote it, you know, yeah. right, but he was like, a woman tests a man's manhood. Oh yeah. And I was, oh, <laughs> I what? Would, I would take she that. Press them buttons, <laughs> right? I would take <laughs> that to my grave. Like that's where I I got that quote from him, and that's so true. You know, a, a woman would definitely test test your manhood. So I mean, you know, it's so many different principles. There's so many different things that you can learn. Yeah. And I think um, you have to be a real close-minded person to try to keep yourself only around a certain individual, around a uh, certain individual of people, yeah. or people who are only the same as you. Yeah. I, I think that really limits your growth if yeah. you can only uh, function around um, a certain type of person and certain. Environment, yeah, yeah. You heard of the uh, like the thirty-three percent rule? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, thirty-three. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What um, what would you say about? Okay, so I don't. Everybody has like a their own God mm -hmm. or their own master that they serve. Mm -hmm. What would you say to the people that are like, you know, like religion is not for me? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like, we can't count them out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they out there, they, they got to live their life, and they got to try to be the best version of themselves uh, as well, just like we do. But, like, whatever their circumstances are, wherever they are in their life, mm -hmm. like, they just really believe, like, look, like, they believe in, like, true, like, I see it, it's here, it's in front of my eyes. Like, like God is, like, not, not God is not for me, but, like, religion is not for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe in work. I believe in things that I can actually see. Right. Manifest, like, what do you have to say to that? 
I think that's the challenge for everybody. Yeah. You know, actually believing in something that you cannot see. Yeah. In essence, that's what the Bible says. Faith is. Faith that's is difficult. the substance of things uh, not seen. Yep. Uh, faith is the substance of things. Hope for the evidence of things not seen. So, Got it. In, in other words, you know, uh, there's there's that battle that everybody faced. True. And I think religion have definitely played a part in it because religion is just, uh, it's just an ideal of thoughts that, People have structured together yeah. for you to do things in order for you to be considered a certain type of person, holy, mm-hmm. for you to be considered saved. Yeah. And I do believe that a lot of people are getting away from that okay. mentality. Okay. That's why a lot of people are kind of getting away from religion. I'm away from a religion because okay. there's really not a set religion that I yeah, it's okay. just wholeheartedly too. Okay, I think that when you begin to start developing a relationship, it isolates you from religion because mm. there's nothing that I can do to be more acceptable to Christ yeah. and what He has already accepted. Now it's me now accepting what Christ has already accepted from me, mm. and so um, religion is a very um, uh, it's a very you know, touchy subject for a lot of people because, okay. you know, people are coming from backgrounds where their family told them, like, where their parents have told you, like, this is this is who you are going to serve. Even when it comes to <laughs> politics, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could be a Republican by default because this is just the principles and the rules. Beaten into your head. Just been beaten into your head. Yeah. And even though on the inside you feel like there's something different, different mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, but you still just out of – uh, a mundane type of you know structure. Yeah, what you you're around, right? What you're yeah. around. You just operate a certain way. Yeah, you know, and yeah. so you feel like in order for me to be acceptable to Christ, I have to perform this yeah. way, even though He's gonna accept you regardless. Right, right. Yeah. And I think that's the most important part. Yeah. Um, but I do really believe that it is important for um, people to understand that. Christ is after your heart. Yeah. When Jesus is after your heart and you feel that on the inside of you to surrender. Yeah. Because it's almost like a permission that Christ is giving you to say, you know, I surrender my life to you. Yeah. And to not rebel against that because um, he wants overall, there's a relationship spiritually that you're going to want to have. I love that you said spiritually. Yeah. Spiritually that you want to have. I mean, I understand the mentality, the mental side of things. Yeah. You know, with mental health, yeah. with a lot of things that are going on in that area, the physical side of things, exercise, keeping your body in fit, in shape, everything, eating right. Um, that can even be reading the great things. Yeah. But there's feed also, the mind. Yeah. There's also a spiritual side. Yeah. And if that spiritual side is not tapped into, okay. there's a lot of things about a person that can go missing. Of course. And, you know, overall, it will affect your mental side and your physical side if it's True. not tapped into. True. Um, I, I just always feel like death is the best teacher because it's not until, like, we lose someone that we realize that, like, we weren't valuing the time that we had with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, like, when you talk spirituality, man, like, one of the only things, my, like, not one of the only things, but one of the most important things that my dad left me with, I vividly remember, like, him just saying, like, read your Bible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, and I just constantly asked myself, like, why? Mm-hmm. And then I had this point where I was like, all right, I'm going to just try to get right with God. Mm-hmm. And then he 
use people to speak to me. Yeah. Use other people to speak through them mm -hmm. to me. And then when I started to realize it, when certain things happened, like just being in Dallas, bro, like Dallas is a really big city. Mm -hmm. It's fast. It's easy to like lose yourself. Right. It's easy to just get caught up in a lifestyle and just be living for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. You guys had already been there. Mm -hmm. The ladder was there mm -hmm. for me the whole time, you know, and it just, for whatever reason, like whatever way I was living my life, like I just wasn't able to see it. But like you said, like when I was just like, all right, like I'm just going to turn my life over to God. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like one of them, like one of the hardest things, yo, was just like, you, we, me and you spoke about it. Like for a man, like sexual desire, I, I really believe is just the hardest thing that we have to deal with. And when we get in control of that, mm -hmm. like now we take the, the, the power back from just our lustful nature. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when I was able to do that and like, I, what you told me as as long as you did it for just mm -hmm. being celibate mm -hmm. was just like impressive mm -hmm. but like knowing you and knowing your mind mm -hmm. now I see like why you have that power because you you saw it and it only you could change that within yourself mm -hmm. like you made the decision to do that yeah like for nobody else yeah. like not to put it on Instagram to talk about like you made that decision yourself like okay like if 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 this is what the fall of a man like, I'm, I'm going to take this personal responsibility upon myself mm -hmm. to control my lustful nature. Yeah. And in our society, like, like when I was young, yo, like, like people was having sex in, like, middle school. Yeah. Like I just wasn't. Like, it just, it, I just wasn't into that. Like, I was into video games and playing. Like, I was just being a kid. You know what I mean? And I didn't, I fell victim to it about, like, high school, mm -hmm. you know, but, like, we don't have to, but like, like you said, like that environment, that environment of like clown you, make you feel bad mm -hmm. for those things. But like, man, like most, most people that I've talked to just successful, just when they really got in control of the things that, whether it's drinking, like whatever it is, when they just decided like, okay, like I'm going to like put those things on the back burner for this certain period in my life, just for my own my own purpose to show myself that I can do it. Mm -hmm. They were able to go to another level. Yeah. Like what, what would you say to that? And you could, you could kind of like, you could share your story yeah, if you no, want definitely, or man. I'm an open book. So I don't, yeah. I don't mind at all, man. You, and you said like a couple of things that I want to run through is so I was okay. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now let's, I mean, <clears throat> aside from that, the sex and uh -huh. everything, I mean, I want to, I want to take you back to the death when you was okay. talking about, when you was talking about death. Yeah. Um, and it, it it is a an eye awakening for oh. a lot of people. Uh, it takes people down yeah, in our does. community more so than bring them up. Yeah, yeah. And 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 over the years, man, I I tell you, um, from what I have seen and just being called into rooms, you know, okay. to pray, yep. to help people out in certain situations when yep. they are going through, you know, a loved one that are about to lose their life. And yep. I don't know if you've ever just walked into a room with a lifeless person um it's, it's in a way in, in a way in a way i mean yeah. you know that transition period man it's real yeah, yeah. and it gets no and, and it's almost like it's there's nothing you can do to help nothing you can pray mm -hmm. you know you you want to because you you love that person based off of the condition of where that person is in you know it could be young or old yep but you know spiritually when you're looking at that 
man, yeah. there's so many things that go through your head. And um, I, I, when I was, um, I think it was, what, October, I had lost, or September, I had lost my grandmother. I remember. And that was, um, I had walked in the room in that lifeless situation. Well, mm. it wasn't lifeless, but she was in the, in the middle of going through the transition of okay. um, deceasing. She was deceasing when I had walked in. Okay. But um, the only thing I can think of, you know, is just how real God is. Mm. It's because, you know, we live so many different stages of life chasing after things that yeah. are just um, meaningless. Not meaningless for so long yep. because we're trying to create a status for ourselves yep. overall trying to uphold what other people would make may feel about us yep. we're, we're trying to protect that status we're trying to protect that mm -hmm. uh, that image yep. to the point where we lose sight of the true meaning of our purpose of the true meaning of who we are and how yep. we are supposed to function on this earth and at that moment when she was laying there, it was almost like none of that mattered. And okay. even if you brought those things up mm. to her, it wouldn't, matter. it wouldn't even matter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think that we have to get to that point sooner yes. in our lives when we have everything in our bodies working uh -huh. than for us to get to that point when we don't have anything working. Got it. And yeah. we're just in soul surrendering to God because we know he's probably the next person we're going to see or the next spirit being we're go we are going to see. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's to a point when you, when you think about that, that's where we, ha that's, that's the goal. Okay. It's to die of ourselves, yeah. to die of what we think is, you know, the status quo, what we want, every okay. single thing that we feel like, we should have, okay. we deserve through okay. uh, the things that we have worked for in order for God to actually take place in our life. Mm. And that is probably one of the hardest things that a person could do yeah. is actually let go of their desires in order for God to completely have control over their life. And that feeds into yeah. sexual desires. Okay. That feeds into um, being whatever plans that you have, that feeds into every single uh, thing that we sometimes feel like we need. Yep. And we know over time, I mean, you can get a 15-year-old person right here. You can get a 15-year-old kid in here now. Mm. Um, and I was just speaking to one of the CEOs of a medical center okay. um, in uh, San Angelo. And you can, you can get them in here today, and their needs are completely different from what it would be at the age of 20. Oh, yeah. And it's completely different <laughs> from what it would be at the age of 25, 30, 35, and so on. Mm. And when we begin to start understanding, you know, how we were, how we are created to function okay. is getting to who you are as a person as yeah. soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as possible. Yeah. That's true. So that you can understand. And then when you are, when you know who you are, then it's easier for a person to it tell is. you to sustain from sex yeah. for your wife. Mm. Or it's easier to tell a person to, you don't want to go in this direction yeah. because it may hinder your person, your purpose in the long run. Mm. It's easier to, to say that to a person. Yeah. A lot of times we take on things yeah. that we do not need mm. because we feel like it is 
what our body wants and we feel like that's something that we need at that time yeah and, it, and it's really and it's really a hindrance it's really a distraction okay. uh from our lives and you get a lot of people you know who tells that story you know you know who, who you know think you know this is what i need this is something that i need this is something that i have to yeah. you know I have to have it. i have to have a necessity right yeah. a necessity and i'm not you know against you know yeah. people who have riches wealth or anything like that i'm not against that yeah but i do but i do not want you to lose yourself in that in that yeah what is a man profit to gain the world but lose so that's that's exactly right yeah and i mean you know it's and it's and it's very um and, and then that's that's where you got to understand you know when it, especially when it comes to sex and when it comes to other issues like finances and things because everybody comes from something and that's yeah. why i said like go back to the story everybody has a story okay of something that they are dealing with they are trauma to, yeah, yeah that they are trying to control yeah i think it's important for even men to understand and women you know the discipline of who you are so that you can carry out the person you were created to be versus carry out a person who you are at this stage mm. I like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Uh, a guy said, it's basically what you said, like real freedom is freedom for yourself. Yeah. From yourself. Right. From your own desires. Right. And and that's a process. Yeah. That's every day. <laughs> that's definitely a process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a hard, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's every single day. Every yeah. single time you wake up, every day, mm. you are going to have to die off something, a bad mm. thought. Yes. You mentality. You gotta unlearn it. You gotta unlearn it. Yes. You really do. Yes. You have to unlearn it for for the rest of your life. And and in and in that, I mean, it, it does I mean in that beautiful things are birth. Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. really you really begin to start falling back in love of your true self. Yeah. And you begin to start functioning in the person that you were created to be. I like how you said that, man. It was like just being an athlete, like you just you get so much access. You yeah. get access to almost like whatever you want, man. Right. And then you get to this point, you have everything that you thought that you needed, mm -hmm. and you're like, God, like, how am I not happy? Right. Like, like how, like how is it physically possible for me to not yeah. be happy? A lot of people get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. You see, so many people commit suicide at so many different levels. Yeah. So many different levels of life, and I mean, it's it's. Um, it just lets you know how strong mentally yeah. that you cannot you cannot buy your way mm -mm. into joy. You cannot buy your way into peace. You cannot buy your way into anything. Nah. You really have to search deep. Yeah. You know, for it. Yeah. And a lot of people begin the begin the journey at later ages in life. It's never too late though. It's, like it's, it's it's really never too late. Oh man. But it's, you could miss, like you say, you could miss something. You can miss something, mm -hmm. but it's never too late. It's never too late. Yeah. Every and I think that everything that you go through, mm -hmm. um, overall, yeah, works for your good. Serves a purpose. Yeah, it serves a purpose. Yeah. Definitely. Everything. Even the bad, even the even the negative thing, even the evil things. Yeah. It serves a purpose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. And like to, to go to mental health, like like you say, like people people come to church to heal. Mm -hmm. Like, but you're not gonna heal you're only gonna heal in your mind. Mm -hmm. Like it starts in your mind. Yeah, and that's why I'm so big about mental health. Like, I was like, man, like, like, what is it gonna take for me to heal from like losing my father? Mm -hmm. Like, I watched 
I watched my my grandmother Medea died, and I was like, why 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 is everybody why is everybody so sad? Like, shouldn't we be celebrating her life, like the good that she did? And I just didn't understand it, but I also saw like how how deep it hit people emotionally. Right. And like one of the I got so I got like three life goals, and they don't have nothing to do with money. Mm -hmm. So I want to be a best man at somebody's wedding. I want to be a godfather to somebody's child, and I want to I want to be a reliable person at a funeral. Mm -hmm. So if you go to a funeral, if you think about it, almost everybody there is just down and they're like sad. Like my dad's funeral, bro. Like I cried like mm -hmm. my the whole time, mm -hmm. the entire funeral. AJ, mm -hmm. like I just cried because I just felt so much like guilt and regret. Mm -hmm. And I man, I'm thinking of myself now, like damn, like why didn't I just get up there and like say something? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I went to one of my uh one of my best friends I went to his uh his uncle's funeral mm -hmm. and he was toe up mm -hmm. he went up there and like spoke man and it just like it brought me to tears yeah you know what I mean mm -hmm. just but it, it built me up at the same time so I know I know we all know that somebody we're gonna lose somebody close to us mm -hmm. you know what I mean and but we also have to know that some people are going to take it the right way because mm -hmm. they know that it's supposed to happen, and then some people are going to take it the wrong way, and they're going to go down that wrong path. Yeah. But if there is a reliable person that's like, dang, well, if somebody lose their uh, parent, a sibling, somebody that's very close to them, Yeah. they're very close to another person as well. Mm -hmm. That other person is dealing with it positively. Mm -hmm. Maybe that person that's just going about it the wrong way will to change their mind and be like, okay, like, all right, there's a purpose in this. Like, now it's my time to step up and just be responsible for whatever whatever reason. Like, like I looked at my like my grandfather. Like, mm -hmm. he's he's sick. Mm -hmm. And at Thanksgiving, like, I just, this is my first time just looking around at the whole family. Like, wow, like, one day, like, I'm going to be responsible for the family. Yeah. And it, like, scared me to death, yo. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so, like, our family is so big. And I was like, like one day I'm gonna be have to be responsible for everybody, yeah? and that's like that's a privilege. Yeah, that's a privilege to have a family to be married, and like that's a big privilege. Mm -hmm. And I don't like I just feel like it should be talked about more. Oh yeah, like that's a big privilege. Like I was like, I got like I got my niece now, and it's like my sister, mm -hmm. and I'm like wow, like we are that generation now. Right. It's a funny meme, yo. Know, like this is completely <laughs> off point, but it's a funny meme that says. Now we the drunk uncles and aunts. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Because right. we yeah. are, yeah, yeah, yeah. we are. And I was yeah, like, yeah. dang. We can't go. We can't come in doing the Dougie or anything <laughs> nah, like that. Just come, come in, in laughing like, at us. Oh, we doing the old school. You gotta man. come correct. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. man. But at the same time, it's like it's so beautiful because like the things that like we experienced when we was young, like like you say, the good and the bad. Right. Now we got the opportunity to be like, okay, I didn't like how that went. But like this is what I this is what I want to do. All right. You know what I mean? And good or bad, however it turns out, is gonna be on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think everybody should look at life like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because at one point, you know, you definitely won't you're I mean, you're going your life is going to be an example for somebody else and how yeah. they're gonna live their life. You'll be yes. surprised how many people are watching you. Okay. Um when it comes to decisions that they are making, okay. When it comes to different examples that they are that they are choosing to follow, yeah. you'll be surprised how many people are actually watching you. And okay. I think when people begin to start understanding that yeah. there is so much more life even after your life. Yeah. Oh, you know? 
that that is going to be lived. Yes. And the only way you will be able to have a powerful impact yeah. is when somebody can take what you have instilled in them, they mm -hmm. can take that and apply it to life as well. Mm. So that is definitely a big responsibility because, you know, you're not only carrying the family name, but you're yeah. carrying the family's Literally. character. Literally. The family's integrity. Yeah. Uh, the family's, you know, it's, it's just so much. So much that, are being, that is being built off True. of what people are looking at and the example that you are trying to set. That's a big life. That's yeah. a big light yeah. as well, too. It is, man. Yeah, but it's beautiful, man. Yeah. And I, like, I'm one of the people that believe, like, I used to think, like, like getting old would suck. Mm -hmm. But I realized, like, things get better as you get older. Yeah. And you don't understand, like, uh, you don't understand the experience that comes with age until you get there. Until yeah. you realize, like, just, like, seeing my sister have a daughter. Mm -hmm. like, I can't imagine having my own kid. I can't imagine bringing something into the world. Mm -hmm. Or like being married, you know what I mean? Like I just can't imagine and just seeing that growth for somebody else. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm but now I'm like excited about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's I think that was the most overwhelming thing for me at my really? wedding. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and they say I cried, but it was a few hey, it, man. Be, it was raining in that Shout building. Shout out to you man, and Natalie. Man. <laughs> it was raining in that building. But no um I but when I when I saw Natalie come down the aisle, okay, it, it was a it was like a surreal moment because okay. it's like I'm actually doing um, AJ is getting married, yeah, and for that it's just it's just an unbelievable moment for me, yeah, to like to see, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah, and it it really does bring everything into respect, you know, yeah, it really does because yeah. you for so long. You know, you you talk of these things, mm -hmm. you say these things, and that's with everybody, especially when you are go oriented and when you go get a person. Yep. To see these things actually come to pass, I mean, it definitely does something to your heart that nobody can steal away. Yeah. And man, I think the next will probably be you know seeing my child as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying coming to this world. I expect it. No. All right, I ain't going to put that out there, then. <laughs> I had to ask. I had to ask, though. Not, not breaking news yet. Okay. But uh, we yeah. got a few more traveling to do. But, yeah, um, but yeah I mean, you know, just, just seeing that, you know, uh, that's that's definitely something. But I do want to ask you, you know, as far as, like, you said, uh, being the best man, like, is that something, like, uh, why, why you say best man? Oh. Um, you said that. Because it's just, like, like, like I say, there's certain things, roles, and responsibility that, like, mm -hmm. money can't buy. Yeah. Somebody to to choose you as their best man, yeah. like, it wasn't money that made them do that. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? It was, like, time or, like, whatever it was, like, where they, like, really needed you, like, you were there. Mm -hmm. So that's just that's just how I feel, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's up, man. I like that. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to flip the script, man. So, like, I got one more question for you, mm -hmm. and then it's your show. <laughs> and then you like you the host, all right. And then I'm gonna let you run. So bet, bet, bet. your house burning down. You can only grab three things. Mm -hmm. What would you grab? Um, pictures. Well, hold on. First, my wife. Well, I would hope that you would grab her, but nah. Wife, she's outside she's safe. She's outside. She's outside Everybody's safe. Outside three safe. things. Okay, so we're gonna go with uh, pictures. Got it. Um, and I guess my ring, and. Oh, you take you got that on? Yeah, I, I mean I got it on, so yeah, I won't have to get it right. Nah, I don't usually sleep with it. Okay, okay. Um, okay. and I, I'm going to say this 
with reluctancy, but I'm gonna still say it. My phone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's a lot in that phone. Yeah, there's pictures in that phone. Gotcha. I can't. I can't really think of anything else that would be more valuable to take. But um. Uh, but yeah, my phone, my pictures, mm -hmm. probably my computer, my laptop as well. Three people to govern your life that you could choose. Oh man, three people to govern my life. Anybody, anybody, dead or alive, dead or alive. Man, um, Mandela, mm -hmm. Barack Obama, and um, man, I, you know what? I, I go ahead and bring Paul back from the grave too as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, man. That's uh AJ Washington in the ladder podcast, <laughs> man. So like whatever questions you want to ask me, like you got the floor, man. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. So hey, you know, over here <laughs> on the rebound. It's your boy AJ yeah. start redirector. Let's go. Redirecting the light towards my boy Jordan. Let's go. Now Jordan, man. So I've been knowing you for a long time, right? Yeah. Uh, I think we met at Texas Tech when you was playing basketball out there. 2012 or something like that. 2012, man. Yeah. Um, basketball been a part of your life for a long time. Yes. Uh, what are some of the things in basketball that you see that a lot of people glorify, but it's really not? Um, it's really not all that. That's not all that. Uh, one thing people that people don't see is just the pain that's in it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, like, I would literally feel terrible. Like, I would feel awful. Mm -hmm. And I'm going out there, I'm like, man, I'm about to have a terrible game. Yeah. But, like, I didn't. You know what I mean? Um, so one thing that maybe just, okay, I'll say this, just everything that comes with it. So, like, at the highest level, I'm talking LeBron, all right? LeBron wake up, and he's hungry. He can't just go to IHOP like that. Like he mm -hmm. can't just you can't just go certain places. Even if you're overseas and people know who you are, mm -hmm. like just being tall. Like I'm tall. Yeah. Everywhere I go, every single day, AJ, somebody somebody says something like, "Man, you tall." <laughs> like every single day, every they say you play basketball, and I was always like, "Man, like." I don't want them to just say that, like, you play basketball. Yeah. I just, like, I'm going to be like, man, you tall. Like, ain't, ain't you that guy from that show? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just want, and I also want, I also want guys, he's an athlete. I also want athletes to just know, like, we got that competitive nature, mm -hmm. right? And just like how you said, like, we can use that same competitive nature in the real world, yeah. in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. In anywhere, mm -hmm. and like, we don't have to be athletes, right? We can. I really, I really get it, and I love it. Like we can, but like, we can also be so much more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I was close to sacrificing. Like I told y'all, like I was close to just being done because, like, I felt like I was getting closer to my purpose. Right. And I still feel like I'm getting closer, man. So, right. just I mean, it's definitely a stepping stone that you're yeah. just using. Yeah. Do you feel like it's putting you it has put you in a box though? Um Nah, just because like you you certain events like you just get to meet so many people mm -hmm. and they're just in different walks of life, different industries, just different you just get to meet so many different people being an athlete. Mm -hmm. 
but you can do that just by talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the the travel, like sometimes travel just weighs on you. Mm-hmm. Just, just traveling, man. Like sometimes that just wear on you. Yeah. 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 Now, because you came, uh, I believe when I first met you, uh-huh. it was a lot quieter. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You was a lot quieter. That's true. And I think you really. And when I when uh, we first kind of like reconnected in Dallas, we yeah. started talking. I was like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> this is Jordan. It's nice to finally meet you after yes. like after like four or three years. years. What do you think brought what what brought that out? Oh, uh, losing my dad. Yeah, losing my dad. Just we we would have we would have certain times, man. Like he loved his cars. Loved cars and music and like sound and stuff like that. So our thing was like every Saturday, like he would he would get up and he would want to go eat at Denny's. Yeah. Nobody else would want to get up, but I was like, all right, man, like, I'm gonna go eat with him. Mm-hmm. That was like our one on one time, and that was like where we could just like talk, mm-hmm. you know. So losing him was like, all right, man, like I gotta get all this stuff off my chest, and like I have to uh give other people access to me. Like you said, like right. wow, this is Jordan. Yeah. Like <laughs> I didn't know who I was back then and that's not necessarily I didn't know who I was like I wasn't as comfortable just like sharing yeah. everything with people yeah. but now I'm just like I just don't know who need to hear this mm-hmm. or who it's going to impact so just whatever it is I'm just going to say it I'm yeah put it out there because like I know just like when you say things or things are said in the ladder or from whoever like mm-hmm. I, I just like to listen to intelligent people right and I like to listen to, like like you said, you can listen to bad people. Right. And you can learn some good things about bad people yeah. that you shouldn't do. Right. But you just never know, like, who it's for, who it's going to impact. Yeah. yeah. Um, if there was something you can tell your father. Man. Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh. Woo. Dad, I would tell him that I understand I understand, like, why you were very strict on me. Uh, discipline, I understood that. Uh, like, it, it got me to college. I graduated from college. It it, um, it forced me to excel, mm-hmm. and it was very easy. And whew, that was a tough question. That's a good question. Um, just that I love them, man. Like, I don't, I don't remember, like, many times where we just really, like, embraced you know what I mean? Like I like one thing that I regret is just I just I just wish that I could like hug them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just be like, man, like I I understand. Like I understand now, mm-hmm. like why you did that. And I just wish that I could just tell them and just show them like all the things that I've done. Like look, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Um, and it just that really just that it all made sense. Yeah. Everything that he was saying to me when I was just too stubborn yeah. to just realize. Like the it, I guess it was one thing that I say is like the noise of it. So sometimes people get distracted by like the way a message is coming out Mm -hmm. and they miss the actual message. Right. Like black people, we like to cuss people out, you know, like, like people like to to cuss you out. The delivery. The delivery. delivery. Sometimes our delivery is wrong to the point to where you could be giving them great advice, but the way that you're saying it, Mm -hmm. it's just turning them off. Right. So sometimes his delivery was wrong, but the message was always right. It's like, like our parents say to us, like they would never tell you no wrong, mm-hmm. you know. But the 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 delivery was sometimes what 
made me just like resistant or rebellious mm -hmm. to what he was saying to me. But it all, yeah, it all makes sense, Dad. That's, That's what's, what's up. up. Yeah. Do you think he's proud of you? I would hope, man. But like, I got like, like, like I say, like. Well, if he, he ain't, he will be, cause yeah. I ain't, I ain't stopping. Yeah. <laughs> like I ain't stopping until I die, man. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, end my pursuit of my purpose in life until I die. Right. Like, like people say they like that they want to like get to an age to where they retire. Mm -hmm. Like I don't. Right. Cause it's just, I, it's, it's, it's. We have a little amount of time on this earth, mm -hmm. and I just feel like it's so much to be done. Right. You know. Right. And I think. A lot of the things that I maybe not all of them, but some of the things that I have in my head, if I'm able to do it, then I'll be able to like impact a lot of people. Right. So right. I would hope that he is. Yeah. Yeah. What was what was the moment, you know, where you, you know, you realized that, you know, y'all had lost my father, but now it's time for me to now essentially the things that my father taught me is on the inside of me. You know, I can't just pick mm. up the phone and call him. Mm. So uh, what do you think on the inside of you? that you are exemplifying towards other people that stem from your father? God, man. Yeah. Like, God, uh, for whatever reason, like, he, he wasn't one to, like, throw a scripture at you or nothing like that, but he get he would get dressed every Sunday, like, clean. Every Sunday, suit, tie, we would go to church. Mm -hmm. And he didn't, he wasn't necessarily explaining why, but, like, man, just the way that God, has been working in my life is I don't want to call it like weird or unexpected because it was always in me. Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize it. Right. And now that I do, mm -hmm. like I just want other people to know like God is, he has always been with you mm -hmm. and he will never leave you. Yeah. Like the only person that, the only person that could take themselves away from God is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And like our desires, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, just just God, man, because he was uh, he did what he had to do to provide for us. But mm -hmm. like he's a God fearing man. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. So um, I believe like um, you were at our finance. Uh, yeah, that was uh, the that's the first one I came to. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah. one you came to, man. That was that was a pretty. And then after that, you kind of just came to the ladder man and everything. Um, but you were just. You were just from overseas, uh -huh. and from there you was going to the um, the G League, the G League, yeah. the legends, and yeah. that, uh, that nature. But in between that period, though, it was almost like you was getting closer to something mm -hmm. outside of basketball. Yeah. Um, did you did you strike goal anywhere, or did you what What do you feel like you was getting close to? Oh, let's see. Well, I just like speaking, AJ. Mm -hmm. I like speaking. I like talking to people yeah. because somebody might want to know, like, man, like, I wonder how AJ thinks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, through this, now they probably know a little bit better about you. Yeah. You know, um, just, like, I like to travel, mm -hmm. you know, but a message can travel to a billion people mm -hmm. through all of these platforms that they have now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I could speak to, like, we, we could speak to people and we could impact a small amount, like however many followers we have, mm -hmm. we'll be able to impact them. Yeah. But if one person hear it of, like, our group and they can share it to we don't know how many people mm -hmm. and then, like, they're impacted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just, you don't know what it's going to do to them. It could yeah. be a person that's, like, ready to end it right now. Right. And then they just going to be, like, they just going to be on their phone like this, just... 
Yeah. He's going to see it. He's going to be like, man, I know, I think I know AJ. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. He's going to click on there. They're going to hear you saying something. And they, they're going to tune in, right. which is once going to, like, stop them for a second. Mm-hmm. They're going to tune in. They're going to be like, man. And it could literally, like, save a person's life, bro. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I believe that. Like, like I just, I don't know. Like, I felt like I could have easily just took the wrong path. Yeah. Like, easily. And okay. felt good about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad that, like, I did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just feel like we all who think the right way, we can we can help a lot of people. Yeah. Not necessarily like save them, mm-hmm. but like if they if they strand a little bit this way, we could just like straighten them a little bit. Like, all right, just go a little bit this way. If I could just nudge you back this way from falling off that cliff. Yeah. That's a little bit. Well, what would you say your definition of success is then? Um let's see. A family, man. Like I, I do wanna get married. I wanna have kids. Mm-hmm. Um Hmm. I guess definition of success. Yeah, family. Like I feel like whoever I align myself with, like to be my wife and to start that family, like I only plan on doing that once. Mm-hmm. And that that'll be the biggest decision of my life yeah so yeah I do that right family because I mean that's that's really all you have you obviously we we have family outside of our family Mm -hmm. we try to make it right within the family that we have and that's your own family yeah yeah Yeah. that's what's up man that's that's interesting you say that because um family means a lot to you especially when it comes from your dad and everything like that now, is there anything that, you know, that you feel like you want to stay away from in the process of creating your family, especially when it comes to, like, basketball, things of that nature? It seems like you got a lot of options out there. Uh, nah, I don't feel like – so, like, avoiding fear, like, avoiding, like, just – if you try to avoid bad things from happening – like they they're gonna come right to your front door. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, regardless of if I did try to like avoid things, like I'm gonna be faced with them regardless. So I would rather just you know expect them to happen, and then when they do happen, then I just work through it. Because mm-hmm. like we can all we always we can always try to avoid the enemy and the devil, but like he's he's still gonna be there. Yeah, like he's still like he's still gonna be there. Right. So um um. Anything that I would try to avoid, nah, man. Like I'm shameless, bro. Like I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm unafraid. Yeah. Like, I try to be unafraid and just shameless about everything that I do and say. So nah, man. Like whatever, like whatever is meant for me to encounter, like mm-hmm. nah, just, just face it. Yeah. Head first. Man, I appreciate you so much for speaking so highly about the latter. Oh, and it's, it's definitely something that you know. I've, it's a vision that you know I've 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 tried to you know come to uh, make it you know manifest yeah. into the real world. Yeah. One of the things that uh, we look at, especially when we come to the ladder, when you picture like the ladder, you you always 
you know, you're you're at one level. Okay. You're at a step. Everybody's on a step. Okay. This ladder in this process. Okay. Essentially, the goal is to go up always. Yeah. Got it. And you can, um, you know, get mentorship from the people who are you know higher than you mm. to get guidance on how to get to the next step. And there are people that are under you or that are below you. Yes. That you can reach to and mentor and pull you up to the next step. Mm. In that latter process, you know, and guiding and guiding yourself up, what is things that you use to keep you going to the next level in life? Even Man. when it comes to like even this basketball transition, because yeah. I know your situation with the legends and coming over into the situation that you're in now. Yeah. You know, what are uh, things that you use to stop you the not let you have such a mental block when it comes to always you know, progressing forward. You know what I do, AJ? Like, I have to remove myself from it. Yeah. Like, I have to, like, some days you just gotta, you just gotta take yourself out of your norm. And for me, like, sometimes I would, like, I would study uh, Martin Luther King's speeches. I would, like, print them out, read them. I would just read, like, I love to just read on all different types of topics and stuff like that. I love, like, great speakers mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So sometimes I literally just like remove myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and just, I just try to learn, bro. I try to learn as much about the things that mean or that are important to me. Mm -hmm. And then also just like, sometimes I just try to learn about just random things, mm -hmm. you know, cause you just never know how it, it may, you know, help you with something that you're dealing with in life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, and with, you know, coming in and just, you know, seeing like that, that men type atmosphere, mm -hmm. the latter men. Yeah. What are some of the things like when you go to your next journey or when you go overseas next? I don't yeah. know. That, is that is that a shutdown news or is it what? Uh, you publicizing I, that? No. Oh, you good? Okay. Well, you know, just okay. going to your next. Your next. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are some of the things you're going to take with you that you've learned from that latter man section? Like something you just want to just kind of take with you? Um. Yeah. Just that that guys have to like. We, we we gotta be strong when we have to be strong. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if we need to talk about some things, like <clears throat> yeah, just like I guess just always being available mm -hmm. for like teammates or whoever is there, like to just talk or even if they don't want to talk, if they just want to go out and just you know just get some steam, blow some steam, like just yeah, being available for somebody and non-judgmental. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause not every I mean in sports like. Not everybody's like on that wave, you know what I mean? Of like, just kind kind of how we get together in a group. Like, it's it's not always like that in sports. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's 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 just not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would obviously like what. So what I want to do, and like we can talk about it. You know, it's called uh, post career development, mm -hmm. right? So you take these guys and just preparing for life. Like I know like, personally that a lot of people like cannot speak or they struggle. Not only say they can't, they struggle with like public speaking mm -hmm. and just give them some athletes, some things to think about like uh, scandals or like difficult questions that you like, you have to answer these difficult questions in your life. Mm -hmm. um, shadowing people. So going into uh, companies and seeing people who have careers and being able to go with them for like a day or a week or a month and like to see what that's like to really prepare you because like, we don't, as athletes, like, we don't prepare for life after sports. Like, we just, our whole head is just, is make it to the league or that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, <clears throat> no that, that is, that is true. I, and I think that's what a lot of people know. Yeah. You know, 
because you can be so consumed with what you've been doing. Yeah. Or that's 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 almost like the story of the of the sinner, right? Okay. He's so used to doing the life that True. he's so used to that now that when you now when you become a Christian, it's almost like a completely different new life. Yeah. And <clears throat> excuse me, post basketball is definitely something that I think a lot of people um because what if you get hurt? Mm-hmm. What if you know you're yeah. not able to play as yeah. your your talent is not as attractive anymore? Yeah. Um, what is Jordan when that happened? When the ability are per se when the ability have to been have been taken away? Yeah. So uh, one word that I like that I want to coin that really described me is like rebound mm-hmm. so the misses are just as important if not more important than the makes so that's what's up you know what i'm saying I so like you have to be a sports fan to get that that's that's yeah it's like uh samson bro <coughs> like every time they tried to stop him like he only got stronger mm-hmm. so if if that does happen like i'm only going to be more powerful because now i have my full time to do and manifest like what I now I'm getting closer to knowing like what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. So like basketball is not my identity, bro. It's not who I am. It's just something that I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So that's yeah. that's good. And and what like what will be what will be next outside of basketball? Possibly like public speaking. Um, I so I was supposed to. Uh, I was supposed to go to Parkland mm-hmm. and observe the the prisons, mm-hmm. and like through that, I would have been able to become a therapist. That's what's up. Yeah, so I kind of like want to be licensed in different things, mm-hmm. and um, just to to be able to go around and speak about mental health. Yeah, in different ways, like mental health for like performance. Yeah, uh, mental health therapy, like for whatever reasons. Like I, mental health is like the start, and from there, I feel like I'll kind of figure out more. But like, I definitely want to go around like. Speaking about mental health, writing books and stuff like that. That's what's up. Yeah. That's good, man. Say, That's man, it. I'm gonna ask you the same question. So let's go. Uh, coming out of the coming out of the house. Yeah, burning fire. Yep. What we uh what we taking with us? Three things. All right, so I got a lot of journals. Yeah, uh-huh. so I'm gonna grab all them mugs and put them in a the backpack. Um, That's a good one. I have some journals too. Yep. I'm yep. I don't want notes. those things. I'm slowly transferring them to my laptop, but like, yeah, I, I want those. Bro, Evernote is powerful, man. Evernote? Evernote. What is that? It's an app. Okay. Evernote in its life. Really? <laughs> all right. All right. Evernote. It's on um, Apple? It's, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. It's on Evernote. Evernote. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to grab them journals. Um, probably like my jerseys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just just to have. It's all the way back. Huh? It's all the way back to high school. All my jerseys, man. I, I blood, sweat, and tears, yo. Yeah. Like the good and the bad. Like, <laughs> I, I want them things. Them, some of them teams try not to get, try not to get your jersey after the season. Yeah? Really? Because they like to auction it off and sell it. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see the jerseys. And uh, my grandma gave me this blue little knit pillow, mm-hmm. and that's just like really important to me. That's so probably that. Yeah. 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 How's your grandmother? Oh, she killed me for this. <laughs> Late fifties, sixties. Oh, that's what's up. Like that. That's what's up. Yeah. Beautiful soul. I love my grandma, man. She just 
she's like of that era of like the seventies, which I feel like I was born in, but yeah. like I just had to grow up in the nineties. But like I love the seventies. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Outside of, <clears throat> and then uh, just kind of what we what we've been speaking on, but yeah, um, what would you say going now into your next season? Okay, with the next team. Yeah, and somebody asked you to explain like the latter man or the latter period. Uh, the latter period is. I think I, I wrote it on one of the comments as this, like, when I go to this team, like, I don't know who's on the team, right? Mm -hmm. But I know that there's something for me there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's something for me to take from this experience, yeah. good or bad. Yeah. So, like, with the ladder, like, everybody is a step up the ladder, mm -hmm. and everybody is a step of the ladder. Mm -hmm. So, it's going to be somebody that's there. That's like above me, right. where I want to go, where mm -hmm. I want to do, and it's gonna be somebody, or it may just be me. That's like below it, mm -hmm. and I'll find out when I get there. Yeah, you know what I mean. And just to like kind of like share that, like, yo, like it's it's somebody there that's a, that's where you want to be, mm -hmm. and it's somebody that's trying to just get to where you at. Yeah, like people tell me all the time, like like JT, like you did a lot of stuff, and I'm just like. I feel like I ain't did nothing compared yeah. to, like, what I want to do. Right. You know what I mean? But right. just, like, having the ladder, bro, like, hearing some of the things that, like, guys have already accomplished is, mm -hmm. like, wow. <laughs> like, one, I know that it can be accomplished. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, two, just, like, I have living proof. Right. Like, a physical being is accomplishing and doing these things, like, right in front of me. Yeah. Man, I want you to take this to overseas, bro. You gotta take uh, catch me on a rebound. I'll see, man. I, I don't know like what's going on over there. Uh, man, you gotta, you got to, man. You got social media, so you already connected. Yeah. You know I gotta get rolling on the court first, man. Most importantly, yeah. And then we'll, we'll most see. Most important, you know, once yeah. you get that established. Yeah. But now, um, going back to you know, everybody got a story. Okay. Um, I think that it's important that you that the story that you just got through saying. Uh -huh. You said, you know. The place that you were in, you know, before the passing of your dad, yeah, and then the place you were in, and when your dad was, um, when your yes. dad was deceasing, yeah, and then after that, I think that that's you know your healing story that's going to definitely be okay, an instrumental part, okay, for the people you meet okay. in your next season. Got it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So because I mean, you 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 definitely uh, you definitely can be a key player. Not only to individuals that are, you know, the stars. Because okay. you'll be surprised how many people um, who others will look at and say, you got everything. Okay. What is something that you need? Because, you know, how... Ah, you know I see what, what you're saying. And you'll, yeah. be, you'll be surprised how many people Ooh. are looking for a story or something that they can connect to that will give them enough strength. That's big time. To carry on. That's big time. And it's good to see an extension yeah. of what God is doing in your life all the way in Dallas, Texas. It's good to see an extension of that to wherever you're going mm. because you can bring that same light and say, hey, you know, this is what I was taught when I was going through situations like this. Right. And you never know what somebody is going to interpret from you saying your story. Yeah. Or you never know what somebody is, is thinking on the inside when you are expressing yeah. the things that you have gone through. Okay. But when you are able to like speak from that place, yeah. It's it begins something far more than money can ever put a price on. 
Right. So I would uh. encourage you to definitely okay. try to take that with you. Okay. On the court, even like if it. this doesn't come. Yeah. In the locker room, preparing for games. Yeah. Outside of it. Yeah. All of that, because you know, I I really do believe that if we can get a hold of, you know, the minds of men. Yeah. Uh, particularly when it comes to you know, um, outside of the latter and then the latter man. But when it comes to, you know, just a man, he can sometimes be so distracted by so many different types of oppressive things that mm -hmm. the world try to put, you know, on the man and the yeah. man that they try to put on the man. And yeah. then you are in a locker room full of all this testosterone and all this ability. I have to show you my performance. Yeah, Just like we kind of discussed, your heart may not be where your performance is at. You may be performance at a level. You may be performing at a level That's deep. that your heart is really not at, and That's you can deep. just like you can just be playing basketball, but your heart is not in yes. to basketball, and yeah. it's draining because yeah. you have to weigh out these two factors. Yeah. My performance is what's paying me. Uh -huh. That's what's keeping everything that I'm attached to alive. Yeah. But my heart is slowly yeah. deceasing, and it's almost like, who am I? If I can't tap into my heart in order to perform at this level, mm. ideally we would want to perform at where our heart is at as well, because then we're not performing. We're in our purpose. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, man, we got AJ Washington in here, man, from the ladder. Yes. This has been Catch You on the Rebound. I want to say this, what, episode nine? Episode nine. Then we go. We might cap it off at ten. We might go a few over, man. But <laughs> thank you, man. Appreciate you coming out. Yes. Uh, and that's a wrap. Yeah.